This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome back to the show. We're going to uh, top of the second hour. We're going to preview uh, week one of the finals or just try to make sense of you know, where the sides are going to, uh, where they're going to finish up. But uh, big week for the dogs. Uh, it's time for Webstar. Silly boy. What I see, I, I started with a downer, went to a bit of fun with Webster. Now we've got to sort of bring it down. I should have went, wait, can we do this again, Maestro? One more time. Let me do it like this. Anyway, it's a beautiful Friday, uh, 14 degrees in the city, and it's time for Webster. Webby, yeah. now bring it down. Uh, <laughs> Webby, big story this week was regarding uh, a, a Bulldogs player walking out of training and not returning due to uh, a punishment which he contested, uh, forced to wrestle numerous players. Look, there's a lot being said. It is hard to wade through exactly what went on. What's the latest? It's trouble, Matt. Big trouble at Belmore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's two separate issues. I think we have to – let's think about, firstly, the – young player who has mental health issues, so we should tread very carefully about what we say about this. About him, there's been sort of different reports from different unnamed sources about exactly what happened, but it seems like um, it, what, what's pretty clear is that he was he was late for training. He was a mistake about whether he should have been there half an hour earlier or not. Um, he was subjected to a wrestling um, uh, a session with the whole team. I, I got told it wasn't 10 minutes, it was three and a half, but, but he was gassed by the end of it. In terms of that matter, and this is what this is the answer that Canterbury still have not answered, and I think it's really important. And I think it's really important that the NRL get their nose into this and see what's happened because if they knew that this player had a history of mental health issues and then still subjected him to that sort of punitive action for turning up late, I think there's some major questions for the Bulldogs to answer there. Mm. Webby? And I can't believe yeah. I'd sort mm. of asked... I sort of inquired with the NRL yesterday. It's a little bit like the Rod Churchill thing with South. They're sort of waiting for the club to get back to them. I'm sorry. I think if you're going to tick the box of being mental health advocates as the NRL does, they need to get their hands all over this You know, Webby, this week, one of the things that I found crook out of this is when situations like this come up, uh, and a lot of it is retired players, blokes are sort of myopic start chest-beating and going, oh, mate, soft and all that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, mate, they should be able to do this when they don't know the circumstances of exactly what happened. Mm. So what I'm about to say here, I'm going to talk generally, broad brush, because I don't know what happened exactly. And I I do really trust Cameron Sorella. I think he's a a coach who's got empathy for his players. But again, and I've got to be careful here because, you know, clickbait and what what gets said and uh, so on and so forth. But I'll say this broad brush from my experience, there's a very fine line between punishment and humiliation. 
Right up. Mm. Now, I, I've been at clubs, you know, and I know this is, you know, back in eons ago, but I've seen some of the stuff that players had to do as so-called punishment. And, you know, I remember saying to a coach one day, you know, what are, what are, what are, you, do, what are you doing here? Is this punishment or is this try, just trying to embarrass the bloke? Yeah. Like, I've seen situations at a club where a player got so pushed to the brink by a trainer that he grabbed him by the throat. What? Right, like, wow. you know, like it's, it's, it's just an example. There, there's been numerous. I, I sh- uh, uh, an old teammate of mine shared a, a, a story about, you know, one day a, a, a trainer tried to get players to jump in the water and swim, you know, in the open ocean, and a couple of the players couldn't swim. Yeah, well. And said, no, no, get in there. And, you know, things like this, like, and now once again, I'll come back to that. I don't know what happened in this Bulldog situation. Yeah. Right up. Some of the punishment, if you're going to do a punishment, the player has to take something out of it. Right up. But I, I think sometimes, you know, getting a young player, for instance, you know, and I've seen this happen, you know, get on the rower and they just row, row to the point that they fall off the side of the rower. For me, like, that's, like, in my what's opinion, the point, what's the point that, of that is, that is just, it, it's it, and some of the dialogue that happens around it. I just uh, think it, it, there has to be a bit of a balance. So that's why I'm trying to separate that from other. Like, is the club divided? And and the questions that I sort of asked in the last couple of days about whether the Canterbury playing groups split. I'm I, I'm told that there's one senior player and his manager and a few other players. Only a, a small core, a small group of players that are unhappy with the with the methodology and the training techniques that they're putting in place there at Belmore. So I don't think it's as, I don't think it's as divided as people have sort of have reported it to be. Um, that said though, it's not ideal, is it? Like it's, it's, yeah. it's Canterbury haven't had the greatest year. Again, that said, I do think it's the first year of a rebuild, really. Mm. It's the first year of Serraldo's rebuild. I know people are comparing it to Andrew Webster at the Warriors. Mm. Um, and I think that I think Serrano is probably a little bit of a victim of Andrew Webster's success mm. at um, at New Zealand, but um, you, you know got, it's it's a bigger mm. picture, but it's, it doesn't look it doesn't look you, great in the in the first year, has it? Yeah, there's no doubt. If you look at some of the way some of the players are playing, there's an attitude problem, but also on top of that, I think there's a fitness problem. Mm. Yeah, it, but that it, takes time to change, doesn't it? It, it, it does. It takes a few, couple. Well, of years. I tell you what, it does is that and and. Beak and I were talking about this before. There's been rumours that there's some senior players that have been disgruntled and, you know, causing a little bit of drama behind the scenes. Well, it's, you know, got, that, that's the thing they've got to weed out. I, yeah. I, I will say, like, and I don't know the details. I'm not sure what happened. But I guess in the Bulldogs' defence, if, if they can be defended, as I said, I don't know what happens. But it's very hard to judge what you can and can't do off a young player coming through. Because yeah. sometimes the young player doesn't realise the, what the punishment is for, doesn't realise that maybe he is cutting corners. Like me, for example, I sooked heaps of times. I mean, I'd, I've never left training or whatever, but I was all like if there was a session that they said like wasn't on, then came on, I definitely sooked and had needed senior players to be like, mate, pull your head in. And I didn't see the benefit of it until I got a little bit older. And so they're just in a really hard spot, the Bulldogs, if it is the case that this has kind of happened the way that we think it has, where it's like, how do you get your standards? Do you allow the young fellas to kind of – I think it all goes back to at the start of the year, we were talking about who should be captain and no one sprung out. Yeah, That's yeah, the concern, yeah. senior playing group, that is just doesn't seem to be as strong as it should be. These things happen though. Like, I mean, when you've been around a bit, you remember stuff. Remember 
like Steve Folks drove drove that Canterbury team so hard. Yep. Trained hard, played hard, party hard, and and won comps. But in the end, there he remember he folks he got moved out because he he was tra- he was going the, training them too hard. Michael yeah, Maguire, he, he the Michael yeah. Maguire is a great yeah. example. Yep. Yes. Um, you know, Sam and, and Ben Teo left the club because they were unhappy with Madge driving them well, so that, hard. That, you know, it's, it heard, happens. Yeah, I've heard like uh, tough taskmasters getting there and saying, "Yeah, you know, do this, do that," and suddenly a senior player go, "Guess what? I'm not doing it. It's yeah. too much." Mm. Yeah, you know, it's and it, it's. It, I feel sorry for Serato in a lot of ways. Like I tell you what. <laughs> You know, he hasn't lost his hair, but it has started to go a yes. lovely silver I think sort of colour. But I mean, I mean, you know, it's he's come from Penrith. It's his first year as a coach. It's that that club had issues with their salary cap, even though Gus denied it. He was saying it when he first got the job a couple of years ago. It's it's going to take time to 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 unpack. Webby, and it's one of the things that does concern me a little bit when I look at everyone has this thing in their mind about the Melbourne Storm, right? They're the one that set, stand, set the standards, and I get that. But the army camp situation to mm. start with, right? Let's talk about the army camp. Now, the, the Melbourne Storm used the army camp as a filter for their new players, right? Every When the, when the new signings arrive, they do the army camp, and it just lets them recognise certain things about the player, get an insight. But suddenly, because Melbourne Storm doing the army camp, everyone wants to do army camps. Mm. And on top of that, everyone's now trying to do army camps that are tougher than the next bloke. Well, how yeah. far are you going to go? Remember interview on Frank Panusi. When Frank Panusi was the assistant coach of the South African rugby team, they came up with an idea that what we'll do is before, might have been 2007 World Cup, I'm not sure, we're going to send the players on an army camp with the South African Special Forces. He said they were waiting. They went away for about three or four days. And the players arrived back on a bus. Frank said they got off the bus they were traumatised. He said it cost us the World Cup. He said they got off, they were, tra- they were absolutely traumatised. They lost weight. He said there were things like, the things that came out that they were doing, they'll make them go into a freezing cold lake and couldn't get up until they pumped all these footballs they threw in the lake. There were play- players trying to get out of the lake. They were flying pistols above their heads. Holy hell. And now if you get on, if you jump on uh, Wikipedia and type in Camp Barbed Wire it, and... All the things that went on the camp went straight to the top of South African politics. Now, what I'm doing, what I'm saying here is sometimes you can get there and go, mate, just flog them, flog them, flog them. But in this case, like this is something that actually destroyed the morale of a camp. Yeah. And sometimes I do think about these army camps and I say, okay, so just explain this to me, right? When you're going to do every single year, take all the players in an army camp. So you get there sometimes and you've trained them so hard through the season and then yet the last two days before the Christmas break, you're going to send them an army camp. You're going to deny them food. They lose five or six kilos. Hang on a second. Isn't that slightly counteractive to what you've been what trying, trying to, to do, do for the yeah. previous six weeks? It borders on torture. For I'm the, torn on this like, because yeah. at the Broncos, we did one of the hardest army camps ever and they won the comp. Yeah. So this so six, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was a part that, of that. Yeah. That's where, where Gordy, Bennett, Bennett said Gordy looked at him and thought he was going to... Knock him out. But, uh, no, no, that's a different that, one. That, that was 2000. Yeah, that yeah. was 2000. But something Not tell 06, me sorry, about blo- 2000. blokes like Bellamy and, and Wayne, like there's something about them, you know, particularly when I think about Wayne, mm. that even in that tough army camp, he would have, have a degree of empathy for the players. Mm. Mm. But also they had the both those clubs had had great strong senior players that's that would drag them along yeah. and you know and instill it in them you know yeah. I mean this, instead of <laughs> yeah. 
How, how was it for you? How was it for you? Yeah, so it was, it was actually – so I wasn't supposed to be in the top grade squad. Um, Brett Seymour got an injury, and they just asked me to come to the army camp. But I wasn't contracted for the top grade squad. It was my performance in the army camp that got me into the top grade squad the next um, year. I don't know. Like, as I said, I'm torn. I don't think – I think Storm have got it right where yes. they have that first year. Filter. And then yep. you don't have to do it again once you've done it. Doing it every year is, I think, a bit pointless. But then you've got to look at Penrith. Penrith has been doing it you know, every year. So it, it, you're right. It is a fine line. I think the weird – uh, mental torture stuff that shouldn't be there. It should be all physical. Yeah. But I will say that, uh, like from doing that first army camp, the mental toughness or just the ability to know that my body can withstand way more yeah. than I think it can. So I don't know like what the right answer is because we've got all this science. To sh- like I lost eight kilos. Darius lost ten kilos. Jeez, like yeah. I'm gonna do wow. one of these. Yeah. 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 Might yes. do better yeah. back yeah. to back. But you know what it is, Book. And like you said, the physical is one thing. Like I have no problem with the physical. But it's all the other stuff that come, comes with it. Mm. Like, and these, you know, sometimes we went to army camps and they're striving to almost humiliate and break yeah. down. Yeah, and you go, weird. hang on a second, boys. We're not going to war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? No, like, no. But you know, you know, the, you know the, so, <laughs> so I saw uh, mate, Willie Mason's been there. I love Mason. Mason came out in his podcast this week and said, you know, there's some, you know, effing piss weak blows or whatever. He got yeah, soft. yeah, yeah. He, like, he called him soft, right? And but I can see where Mace is coming from because that club was always built on the, on the foundation of dogs of war, all that type of stuff. Like where it was always, it, it meant something to just get a locker in that Belmore dressing room, you know. Yeah. So mm. it's it's always had that really hard edge to it. The teams the, the team's gone through so much change. The club's gone through much change, and young blokes are different. I tell you what, right. it's, yeah. it's different. They, they moved. You know, you know what? I, it's funny. They moved on Josh Jackson. How much would they give to have him still in the locker room this year? Oh, well, this is the thing. You're talking. Mate. You're talking about senior players. Who are the senior players at the Dogs? Yeah, They've got really great. Not. You know, Marnie. I, I right. love Marnie. I love Burden. Mm. But they're, players, they're, they're young. Mm. They're they, young still. Those players have allowed their standards to drop yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. You can't tell me Kikau and is and Marnie are the same players as they were last year. We'll take a break after the break. We're going to get things a little lighter and talk about the hate between (laughs) South and the Roosters.